the protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Join our story of misfit teenagers as they struggle to save the world from climate change. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. Episode number 83, Abby Recovers from Danger. This episode begins The Ghost Girl, book three of our series. Late that night, after the state police and the reporters and the television crew had all gone, Reverend Tuck told Abby she'd better make herself a decent place to sleep in the cottage. That small, flimsy, two-room structure had not been lived in for a decade and needed work and supplies. Tuck gathered sheets, blankets, and a pillow, a broom and dustpan, light bulbs, sponges, two kinds of soap, paper towels, toilet paper, some dishes, a small pot, and a frying pan. But don't sleep yet. I need to talk to you before tomorrow. Then Tuck turned to Middletown Police Chief Santiago and Dr. Geraldine Baer to continue the discussion. Abby made five trips from Reverend Tuck's living quarters near the sanctuary to the cottage in the churchyard, taking all of Tuck's donations, as well as her duffel bag, striped red blanket, and a handful of tea bags and some leftovers from their excellent dinner. Long after midnight, she finished cleaning and organizing the kitchen and a place to sleep in the largest of the two rooms. Then she rewarded herself by taking an old folding chair outside and sitting under the amazing night sky. A breeze blew through the leaves of the giant maple trees. The world was blissfully empty of people. She thought over the tumultuous events of the day and their happy ending. This happened to me. Something special happened for me. Abby leaned back and took a deep breath of the fresh air that had blown into Middletown a few hours before, sweeping out the huge thunderheads and drenching rain, leaving a crystal clear sky and the feeling of a new world beginning. As the moon floated down toward the western horizon behind her, the stars to the east appeared unusually bright and colorful, dazzling in their swirling multitudes going on forever. Abby began to sense a strange shift in her awareness, a door opening into another world that she had experienced on and off since childhood. She normally avoided these intuitions whenever possible and quickly tried to snap her attention back to the mundane objects close at hand. But it was too late. The stars had triggered her most powerful memory. Already she saw the stars coming closer and felt an eerie sensation that she was rising to meet them. 
Once again, she was a skinny ten-year-old, following the small gray shape of Wendy through the dark forest. Once again, she heard the uncanny melody, a melodic hum grow in volume. Soon she could recognize the words. Wendy and Abby arrived in a large meadow that Abby had never seen before. A meadow like a great cathedral nave between rows of tall trees and branches arching above like a vault. Wendy, what's going to happen? The guardians are coming. The shining ones. 
the guardians of this world. The stars swoop down as many spheres of searing light, a throng that assembled around the meadow in a vast circle. Abby could distinguish their features by the shadows cast by the radiant glow from their bodies. They were strikingly beautiful, pulsing with color, and the musical hum of the song that seemed to come from everywhere at once. One of these glorious beings stepped forward, bright with a reddish light even to the hair and skin. Another entered from the forest and stood next to the first. This second being appeared radically different, with dark green skin and smooth, strong arms and legs like limbs from a tree. Abby was sure that this green being had not come from the sky, but from the forest. She risked a look at the glistening eyes and found them staring back with urgency and sorrow. Wendy appeared dim, frail and tiny amidst these beings from the earth and sky, and Abby felt even smaller. Her whole body shivered. She thought, What am I doing here? The being with the red glow advanced even closer, and Abby saw the pupils of its eyes sparkle with an intensity of life and color that she could hardly endure. The face was so beautiful, she felt her heart jump. The red being spoke to Wendy with confidence and authority, but Abby sensed an undertone of anxiety. Yes, as you see, we have come. I am forever grateful. I present one of the young warriors as you have foreseen. Their future leader? No, for they will have many leaders. She will be their representative to you. With fear and awe, Abby realized they were talking about her. And why do we need such a person? The sparkling eyes gave Abby a piercing look that made her turn away. My work draws to a close in these coming years. But the transformation on Earth will go on for a long time. Nearly a century. Trust me. This meeting will prove important for all of us. Abby was thinking. Her work draws to a close? Draws to a close? No, I need her. We shall see. The glowing eyes of the multitude in the circle were riveted on Abby. Her heart raced. The red being continued to stare at Abby. Yes, she has talent. If it develops, 
Dreamstone will help her. So, you will know her. I will. But tell us. Your long labor draws to a close. Yet the most important things are left undone. You stay in retreat and do not cooperate with Teresa. You have given complete devotion to this work, yet you have accomplished very little given the need. Yes, yes, we know you have strength and potential in reserves, but you do not use it. The red being glared at Wendy and then said in a tone of fierce warning, we also know that this vast era of time is coming to a crisis, and you do not seem ready. Eons of development are in danger. The outcome is shrouded in darkness. I chose the dark path on purpose. I am hidden until the end. But that does not mean I am unready. And never forget that I cannot force people and events. I must inspire them. People are as free as ourselves to choose their path. Abby found herself watching a small, very bright sphere approaching them from above. The white light was surrounded by sparks or tiny flames of copper and gold. It grew so bright that Abby had to close her eyes. When she looked again, a third being stood near the other two with a body covered by a golden film. Within that light was the shadow of a very expressive, almost seductive face. A buzzing sound rippled around the large circle. We are all overjoyed to see you. The beings bowed. If you have advice, we sorely need it. As you probably expect, I have a message of both hope and fear. The new arrival looked steadily at Wendy. Tiny copper flames flickered and grew around that beautiful head. Please, tell us. I have no secrets. The golden being stared at Wendy as if no one else existed, and declared, This much I know with certainty. Your mission hangs by a thread. The adversary is free and active, more determined than ever to prove this long experiment a failure here on Earth above all. Whatever help we have provided, Humans have not met the challenge. Over the coming 20 years, the crisis will begin like a flood. And if the tide does not turn, the destruction will increase. 
but you have a chance of success. Follow through with your plan, your whole plan, mind you, and do not be thrown off course by anyone or anything. I bring you these words. Take courage. You are our beloved daughter. This is your hour. Wendy's face remained hidden in shadow. With hardly a pause, the messenger added in a different tone of voice, looking around at the countless lights in the wide circle. We are taking great risks. Our presence will be discovered. Do not fear. I am nearly invisible. One of many humans, nothing special. And now we are finished here. My purpose is complete. I am very grateful to all of you. Just a word before we go. The green being looked at Wendy. I have served you across the heartbreaking years and shared your hopes and labors here on Earth. My power is limited. The work ahead will need the hand of the Hidden One to succeed. But all I can do is yours. Then the green being turned to Abby and said softly, Little one, I hear an unspoken request in this meeting. And my answer is, yes, I will be your guardian. The strange face looked at Abby and expressed a strength of identity and emotion that she would know forever. She knew in her heart. In some way, he'll be my inner friend. Call on me from your heart. You know me. The being turned back to Wendy. Was this what you had in mind? Yes, more than I can say. In the next moment, the throng of lights receded into the night sky. Rejoining the swirling billions, the perhaps infinite lights in the vast and mysterious cosmos. All but the green being who disappeared into the forest. The dream vision ended there. The next thing Abby remembered was waking in the hospital, breathing through a respirator. Her desperately anxious parents were sitting nearby she had been a very skinny 10-year-old with chronic asthma, recovering from pneumonia. Hearing the sound of the crickets, Abby woke from her vision and found herself as a 19-year-old under the glorious night sky. She struggled to re-enter the present, but felt her 10-year-old self as a living presence inside her. She was thinking, so once again, I'm reminded that I have a job to do. Something specifically for me. But years have gone by 
and I'm still not sure what it is. A mission in the world, Wendy calls it. But what is that? Come follow me It's alright you see There's nothing for you to fear Come on over here You can see me through your tears I'll listen to you I hear what you say Go ahead and cry from your heart I'll see you part with me There's always a way I'll see you wherever you are It can't be too near or too far Any place you may happen to be I can shine for you to see Come close to me And you'll surely see How life begins all around What you found Just walk through the door In my world there's always some more The best is in store The real story goes on and on Don't think that the pain is the end all that there is In darkness I'll come to you Remember I'll always come through If you only knew It's all really true How life begins all around See what you found Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Find all our projects on protectorsofthewood.com and support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. <laughs>